0: Friends, one of the main characteristics of a Christian is the ability, the capability to pray for those who have persecuted you, to still love those who have hurt you, for in doing so we become children of God. This morning my nephew was baptized, Philip John, there in in Halliday. Whenever any of us are baptized, one of the things that happens is we become a child of God, a citizen of heaven we are made capable of living the life of God, living the holiness of God. In our first reading we heard, Be holy as I am holy. And then in our Gospel reading we heard Jesus say, Be perfect as your Heavenly Father is perfect. We're called to perfection, we're called to holiness. Which means that we're different than everyone else in the world. Now, we act differently than everyone else in the world. The normal response to when somebody is hurt is, is what Jesus said at the beginning of the gospel reading today. You've heard it said, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. Meaning, if somebody hurts me, I, if somebody knocks out my eye, I'm going to knock their eye back. If somebody knocks out my tooth, I'm going to knock out their tooth. An eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. What they do to me, I'm going to do back. Revenge, grudges, things of that sort. Which is why in our first reading we hear from the book of Leviticus, we hear the Lord speaking through Moses You shall not bear hatred for your brother or sister in your heart. Though you may have to reprove your fellow citizen, do not incur sin because of him. Take no revenge and cherish no grudge against any of your people. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. By baptism, we become capable of so much. But we oftentimes forget what we are made capable of. The ability to forgive someone is a great grace, and all of us have been given that grace. When it comes to have we do we accept that grace or do we reject that grace? Do I want to harbor that grudge against the person who's really, who's done terrible things? In the Our Father, we pray. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. We're asking God our Father to forgive us for the things that we have done wrong. And then, just as we forgive those who have done us wrong. I don't know if you know this, but it was our sin that condemned Jesus on the cross. It was our sin that killed Jesus. Jesus died on the cross because of us. Because of the sin that we have committed, the sins of all the world. When we sin, we kill Jesus. To, to, to say it more practically and more what we experience in our lives, when I sin, I kill the life of Jesus within my heart. To, to a certain degree. If it's a venial sin, to a lesser degree. If it's a grave sin, of course, completely, I kill the life of God within me. The same thing for every one of you. When any one of us have sinned, we kill the life of God within us. But more often than not, the sins that you and I commit not only affect us, but they affect other people. And what can happen is we begin to kill Jesus and other people. We begin to kill the life of God and others from the sins that we're committing. The church has given us and protected the great gift of the sacrament of confession given to us by Jesus on Easter Sunday because Jesus knew that we would need forgiveness. As he hung upon the cross dying, he says, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Jesus asks his Father to forgive those who are killing him. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And then in the hour, Father, we pray, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. When I was in seminary, the first retreat that I went on, it was given by Monsignor John Essa, a priest of Scranton, Pennsylvania. He was an exorcist of the diocese there for a number of years. I think he still helps out from time to time. He's still alive. He's been ordained a priest now. I think maybe 65 years, so it gives you an idea of his age. He's Lebanese. He's rather short, Lebanese. He's also legally blind. He can only, from my experience at Cardinal Men's Seminary in Fargo. Um, now, well, I was there in 2006. Uh, however, many years ago, 14 years ago, whenever he would celebrate Mass, he would have the missile, you know, six inches away from his face, so that he could see what was happening. Other than that, he couldn't really, hardly see. He met Padre Piel, Saint Pele of uh, Saint Pius of Patricino, uh who had the stigmata. Many of you guys know who Padre Pio is. He was also The confessor of Mother Teresa gave a lot of retreats to the missionaries of charity there in Calcutta, India and other places. He's had multiple experiences. He said when he was newly ordained, he was involved in prison ministry there in in Pennsylvania where he was, but then the the group that he was with decided to go further than Pennsylvania. They went to the East Coast and other areas of the country giving curseal retreats for, for people in prisons. Some of you guys are familiar with Cursillo. I think the men's Cursillo is in Dickinson this next weekend. If you've never been on a Cursillo, it's excellent. It's fabulous. They have them for both men and women. So this, this particular group would do Cursillos, these retreats, in prison. Great things were happening. Many people were going through big conversions. People who thought they were Christian but weren't able or didn't think they were able to live their Christian life received a lot of breakthroughs, and they were just, tremendous things were happening. The leader of this Curseo group was a man by the name of John. He grew up in, and lived in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. The senior asset was in Scrampton. Like, um, in, in the spring of the year, Pennsylvania is cold, not as cold as we are, but cold nonetheless, a lot of people will go to the south, during the spring of the year, just for a little break. John John was married, a wife, um, his wife, and he had three children, a son, and two daughters. It was spring break, and his son decided to go with a group of his friends down down to Florida, to Miami. As John's son was there walking on the beach, a black man came up to him, tried to rob him in the process. John's son was killed. It came time for the wake. Monsignor Asif came on into the, the, the funeral parlor. He caught eyes with, with John. John was standing up front. There at the casket of his, his dead boy. His wife was there crying. The two daughters were there weeping. Monsignor Asif came on up. And John said this to Monsignor Assef. I hate those people. I am never going back to jail again. Just weeping, crying. <clears throat> Anger. Hatred. Monsignor Assef didn't say anything, just put his arms around him, cried. After the funeral, two years went by. They really didn't have any contact with one another. Monsignor Asif had run across this book by Father, J- Father Henry Nauman. The book is titled, Wounded Healer. The Wounded Healer. In the book, it's, it mentions that when somebody has a wound so deep, when one is healed of that wound, one is able to, to bring the same healing to others who have had the same deep wound. Very powerful book. Monsignor Asif wrote a note and sent the book in the mail to to John. John received the book, read it, read the note from Monsignor Asif, which read somewhere along these lines: "John, you have received a wound so deep. The Lord wants you to be healed of this wound, so that you can help many." who have a similar wound, come back and do prison ministry with us. A couple of months went by. John got a hold of Monsignor Essef and said, okay, I'm ready. I'm willing to come back. The first retreat, it was in a, in a state pen. Uh, 53 lifers, they were in, in, in the prison for life. Fifty-three of them were on this Curcio retreat. It was down in Seven Hills in Florida. The, the way the Curcio works, so there's a number, a series of talks that are given. At the end of each talk, then the people would break into small groups. So, so the talk that was given by Monsignor Assaf was on forgiveness. They sat down then at their small table, and at the, at the table there were a group of, I don't know, maybe seven people. John was at the table and unbeknown to Monsignor Asif was the young man who killed John's son. As, as they shared, as they told their stories, at some point this man tells his story and he says, crying, he said, oh, I didn't want to kill the young man. He mentions the young man by name. I didn't want to kill him. All I wanted to do was rob him. I was on drugs, and all I wanted was a little money for drugs. And when he fought back, I freaked out, and I killed him. And Sr. Esif said to him, God forgives you. The man said, yeah, but all I ever wanted, all I ever want is the forgiveness of his parents. But the prison, system, the prison system does not allow us to write anyone. If only I could write them and tell them that I'm sorry for killing their son. The table was silent at some point john said you can have it and the man said that's easy for you to say and john said i'm the father i'm the father of the boy you killed i forgive you Then they embraced, and when Sr. S. said as he told the story, he said, I've never realized that when we come to confession, that we're receiving the forgiveness of the Father. We're receiving his forgiveness for us killing his son by our sin. This is a true story, folks. And all of us, every time we sin, in some way, we killed Jesus. At this Mass, I want you to, to pray about two things. First of all, if you think that you're sinless, pray for the grace that you may recognize the pride in your heart, that you may recognize how much you've hurt others from things you've said, from things you've done, from things you've not done. Let's pray for the grace that we may recognize what we've done. But to not stop there, but to recognize the mercy of God. We sang in our response, our old psalm, the Lord is kind and merciful. Yes, he is. And the Father wants to forgive every one of us. He wants to, but he can't unless we come to him. So at this Mass, let us come to the Father whom we come to worship as we approach the altar where his Son is made present to us, as his son is made present, dying on the cross, offering himself. Let's receive God's mercy. Let us receive his grace. Let us open our hearts wide that his life may come into us, that we may truly live as temples of the Holy Spirit, temples of God, so that when that person has hurt us, we may forgive. And if that person has hurt us already, or those people have hurt us already, that we may forgive them for what they've done. Be holy, for I, the Lord, your God, am holy. Be holy, for I, the Lord, your God, am holy.